This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. Hey, welcome to Ride at Home with Rich. Good Saturday afternoon. And I'd like to welcome all the 97.1 FM Talk listeners to not only the new year, but a new decade. This is actually my very first show. Well, at least of 2020 anyways. So um, let's try and start this thing off right and start a new year, a new decade, you know, real good. And, um, you know, so one thing I'm kind of interested in today with everybody um, is um, do you have any New Year's resolutions for your home? And, you know, a good reason to maybe call in and and talk about that is think about, you know, what you've learned over the years of setting goals, um, being committed. So if you actually set that goal, if you say that out loud, if you tell other people, if you have it written down, they even say, write it down and, you know, put it on the mirror, your bathroom. And you really, that just, it's, it's like that extra commitment that really helps keep you committed and keep you to it. And, um, you know, all our homes are important. We need to think about health. We need to think about safety. We need to think about, you know, not just remodel and make it look good and update and, and make it sell better later or for more money, stuff like that. But the, the health and the wellness and everything, you know, going on inside your home, I mean, your home can actually diminish your health if you don't take care of your home properly, just like you need to take care of yourself, your body, everything properly. The home is kind of the same way. Um, so think about maybe what you would like to commit to for the new year and what you would like to get accomplished in your home in 2020. And uh, maybe we can even have a conversation about it on the air. Maybe I can give you some some tips on moving forward, how to get through it. Think of me as your answer man think of me as the guy the on hands experience the the person that's already done it wrong before so now maybe knows the right way to get through it so today live right here in the studio feel free to call in talk about your resolutions or questions on anything with remodeling your home um, how to keep your home healthier anything you might want to know or you're curious about Jump in the conversation here. I would love to chat with you. The phone line you need, 314-241-9797 or toll-free if you're far away, 866-455-9797. We're here today and we're live today and we got um, a lot of things we could talk about, but definitely want to talk about your home, what's going on, and maybe the new year with your home. So um, to kind of remind everybody, and for those of you that don't know, my name is Rich Orris. I am a sales consultant for Mosby Building Arts, um, a senior sales consultant, they call it. it. means I've just been doing it a long time for them. Um, I've been with Mosby over 18 years now, 
And um, the owner, Scott Mosby, has been uh, running this company for almost four decades now. And it was started by his father right after uh, World War II. So we've been 74, 75 years in business, something like that now. So a long history in St. Louis in the Kirkwood area. We do a lot with older homes um, in the St. Louis and Kirkwood and Webster you know, area. So we're, we're good with the, the older age homes and we have licensed architects on staff designers and everybody through construction. Think of us as kind of a vertically integrated company as far as having everything you need, not just the architecture, not just the designing planning, get it on paper, make it right. But then actually through the construction process of having all of the people on staff to do the majority of the work in your home. I'm talking about, you know, licensed electrical, plumbing, masons, brick masons on staff, painting division on staff, you know, all the areas that you need to get through that job we have on staff. And the ones that are not on staff are companies that we've chosen that we've grown up with that we've developed with and they've developed with us and and we really have a great relationship with that we've used for years so it's not about the three bid process when you think about oh i'm gonna get a new driveway so i'm gonna get a minimum of three bids and and only look at price well we look at longevity quality warranty how does it last do we know that they're performing it the way that we want them and need them to perform it to have a long 10-year workmanship warranty and the things that we want to deliver so we're utilizing these what we call trade partners to assist us in these projects and get them right and get them done on time and and all the things that are important to getting a remodeling project done for you so um you know when you think about it those are those are the biggest things that are important to getting through a remodeling project you know did they show up did they communicate well to me did they do it on time you know were they friendly did they make a mess you know what really happened throughout that process Um, and then you look at now what's the end product was it good was it quality all that stuff has to come kind of hand in hand but you're really looking for that relationship to be treated properly, to be treated with respect and um, to be communicated with. And, you know, those are all the things that we've developed this design build company around to say, all right, how do we do this? How do we get through it? How do we get it right, you know, and proper for our clients and really do the right thing all the way through kind of think about, you know, make your mistakes on paper, get to see it on paper. One of the things I want to talk about today is, you know, a lot of the upcoming design ideas of 2020, well, they sound good and they're going to, there will be some neat ideas, but what are they really going to look, look like, you know, what are they going to look like in your home? So being able to see that on paper and make those decisions, see it on a monitor, on a screen, and really go, you know what, I do like that. Or, you know, I'm not sure I'm going to. Don't find out later. Go through that process. Find out what's happening. You know, really know 
what you're going to get. It's about expectations and accountability and how we get you through it and everything. It's, that's the most important thing to us is to get you right into the, uh, the proper project. Um, so that's kind of my Mosby thing for today. That's what I do um, on a daily basis. Go out, visit, see people, and, and assist them through this entire project. So we're going to take our first break here. So, Dennis, if you can hold the line, appreciate you calling. We'll get to you as soon as we return. All right. Welcome back. I'm Rich Joris, your host of Right at Home with Rich. If you have anything going on around your home, any questions, anything you need remodeling-wise, maybe you're doing some work and you just need an advisor to say, you know what, this is what I was thinking of doing and I'm just not sure. Is that the right product or am I going to perform that the right way? You know, think of me as that advisor. Help you get through that stuff. Um, give us a call, 314-241-9797, or if you're far away, 866-455-9797. And speaking of calls, we have Dennis on the line. So we're going to jump right to uh, Dennis. Are you there? What do you have going on today? Yes, sir. How are you? I am very good. Thank you for calling in. Cool. I have a – so my issue is I have a deck uh, that's got a – the wood is kind of older, and I was kind of curious if there's some kind of product out there that can rejuvenate the wood or if it's just I should just change the wood on the um, deck. Yeah, that and that's a, a great question, and it really – is going to depend quite a bit on, um, you know, how far gone that wood really is. Um, if it's rotting, uh, you know, it, you're, you're never going to, you might slow it down, but you're never really going to stop it. And a lot of products will almost make it sound like you could or you might, but you're, you're really not. Um, and even, so there's like the, the, the deck coatings that they put on that you kind of paint and it's right. like an actual layer coating, almost like a truck bed liner that they spray in. Um, yeah. But, you know, basically what that could do, if you can't get to all of that board, it just kind of encapsulates the moisture in there. Um, it can actually increase the rot because it's not letting it dry from the underside as, as, as quickly as it might if it could breathe. And the air blew by, and it and it got it. And it got some sunlight and stuff like that. So one thing I would say is, can you get to the underside of that deck? Yes. And and really look at you know the edges and the underside. Maybe even poke some of the wood from the edges and stuff with like a ice pick or a you know thin flathead screwdriver. You know some of the posts down at the towards the bottom and try and determine, you know, how bad the actual rot of that board is uh, because you can seal the deck to keep the water out from the top um, and you can put those coatings on, you know, like that bare coating or there's the, you know, the deck coatings that they make. Um, right, we did that with my mom's deck and it seemed to work pretty well. I know the stairs on my deck need to be replaced. It's just the... You know what an old wood looks like. It's kind of grooved out. You know, it's not rotted at all. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I yeah, think I could so, save a lot of money if I did that. Well, well you uh, definitely could as, as opposed to, you know, replacing. Um, mainly what I usually personally recommend is 
unless you're planning on really replacing that deck later and you're buying time, like you're like, you know what, I'm going to get a new composite deck. I want to do the whole real cool thing, but I may not do that for, you know, five years or so. Um, then that's, those that's about what I'm doing. Right those there. deck coatings and stuff might help prolong that through that. What I've seen with with actual decks and clients and stuff is that a lot of people they don't realize how rotted that wood is. They put that coating on there, so it's kind of like that hard stiff coating. Nothing's getting through that coating, but it's still getting through the edges and the bottom and some of that. And what happens is they don't realize how bad some of those boards are until somebody's foot goes through it because it looks it's a great look it looks perfect you just got to kind of be weary inspect the underside of the deck poke it with some stuff just to check that rot um yeah and, it's and, not rotted though it's yeah. i know that then, then so you're good kinda, you're good for good. one of those deck coatings or just you know clean it up power wash it and just just a, a sealer just a regular you know some kind of bear okay. or something deck sealer um that can add some color to it and everything um, but if you're looking to cover up those marks and really get a little bit different look and not see some of the deficiencies or defective stuff in the wood that's you know you were talking about, the deck coating would probably hide that a little bit better. But just know that it's you know it's not like you put that coating on and you're gonna like okay I'm good for 30 years. You know you still no, have yeah. issues down the road and plan that replacement five ten years down the road or something like that. All right, cool. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem. I appreciate the call and uh, great question. And for anybody else out there that, you know, if you have that, that New Year's resolution, so it sounds like Dennis's might be uh, coating that deck and getting something to protect it there on, you know, in the spring when that comes around, um, you know, let me know. Ask me any questions you need. You can feel free to give me a call, 314-241-9797. And, so one of the things I kind of was, was looking at um, is uh, on House. So if, uh, if you've never been there, House is a website that is great for finding things that you like. If, um, it's kind of like almost a portion of what we do designing at Mosby Building Arts. And we use House a lot to help people you know, and get ideas of just what they like to see. Um, and, and it's basically just a, a database of thousands and thousands and thousands of pictures of projects that people and companies have done. So these companies will submit these photos of, like we do it all the time, of like projects, kitchens, bathrooms, stuff that we've done. And then they're out there and they're in this database and you can look at these photos. You can search through the photos for what you're looking for, not just projects. So you can search kitchen, bath, living room, you know, breezeway, whatever you're, you're thinking about doing. And you can also search like modern or contemporary or traditional. You can search styles and, and different things like that to really narrow down what you're looking for. Um, so it's a, it's a really great tool for us to find out the likes and the dislikes. There's another reason, you know, when we're designing something, when someone looks at a picture of a kitchen and they say, oh, I don't like that at all. It's good to see that too. And they can mark those photos. Um, you know, here you go. 
here's a picture of a kitchen, but it's it's a picture of colors I don't like or types of tile that I don't like. I, I don't like the backsplash here. or And that even helps to, you know, narrow down that um, how the designers and the architects can really help you pick stuff and really figure that stuff out. So um, designers can, can use that information. So what House has done is they've done a study and they've put together – from all these trends coming on. And, and when you see all that, you can kind of see how things are changing in that, you know, design style. So these are kind of the predictions of what will be, you know, remaining strong and becoming popular in 2020. So we got a big list of that. Also, um, I want to remind everybody halfway through the show, I will have uh, my riches right at home hacks. Um, so I will have a, a hack for today, too, in the middle of the show. Um, but I'm going to pause that that list for 2020, and I'm going to pick up Dan here on the phone. Um, Dan in Valley Park, hey, you have a foundation question for us? Yeah, I sure do. I've got in my basement where the water line comes in. I've had some water that got in all about uh, 10 years ago, and I put the um, compound, you know, like a... I can't think of the name of it, but it's like a dry cement compound that, you know, stops a leak, normally works dry lock or something like that. Uh-huh, yeah, like and a hydraulic that, cement. Right, exactly, and that sure. worked great. But then I tried it again and couldn't quite get it completed. And recently I tried some of this stuff, Flex Seal, which worked, stopped the water, and it's just barely seeping in. And But I noticed it had like a little hole in it, and I was able to just pull the Flex Seal right off and it was wet behind it. So it was keeping it from coming into the structure, but it didn't seem like it'd be a good fit. So I guess my question is, if I had a problem on the water line coming in, could that cause a seep like that, or would it be under such pressure it would be a lot more than a seep? Um, yeah, it can definitely become, it depends on how much water is really getting around, you know, that from the outside. So definitely right. one thing I would recommend is going outside and, and seeing, okay, when I'm at the same location as to where that water line comes in, what are the conditions of the outdoors? You know, right. does the ground truly slope away? And, or is there like a gutter nearby that's just dumping near the foundation or the sump pump that doesn't get out into the yard? So the, the right. first thing we kind of recommend is check that out. And if you have landscaping there, because a lot of, you know, a lot of these water lines come in the front of the house. It's, you know, that's right. pretty yeah. much typical. And your landscaping's in the front of the house. So people see, you know, rock or mulch running downhill from the foundation away. And they think, okay, I'm good. No, it's actually, I can tell with, with my eyes running downhill. But if you pull all that back and you look at the actual soil, it may not be. You know, they've okay. added, if you got mulch there and you've added mulch or somebody keeps adding mulch and that your ground could be sinking around your foundation line, you know, and um, you may not know because you keep adding mulch. So right. check those outside conditions. Make sure the water's getting away from the house. Make sure the yeah, downspouts are away, sump pumps, things right. like that. But when you come right. inside and you have that leak, the, the true fix to that leak is to actually dig down from the outside to the pipe 
in the ground. Yeah. And, and that's like when you talk to like a plumber, how do I stop this from happening? You want to tackle it from the outside. And then that'll, because you're battling that water on top of it. When you put that flex seal, you're battling it from behind and that's eight inches right. thick. So that's right. Th- that's yeah, the best way to do what... it. But not many people are going to do that. You know, because right. it's, it's a big job, and I get that. So right. uh, doing those outside things could help. And then just doing, like, some kind of epoxy, you know, type of seal or something, it's going to be a maintenance issue, and it's going to be something you're redoing every year to five years or so because that water penetrating and the pressure coming in is still going to get at that, you know. Right, because I've got a front porch on it, and it's probably five feet. And I noticed that I guess the, the critters got under there, the chipmunks, and um, I ended up putting probably oh half a half a load of dirt and rock under the porch. Yeah. So hey, I, hey, hey Dan, I've got a hard break here. Yeah. Um, that, okay. that we've got to take. I can we can touch a little bit more on this after the break if you want to hold on. Um, yeah. Okay. Because I can That'll talk work. about that porch a little bit. And what's going on there too? So. Okay. Thank you. All right. No problem. All right. All right, we are back right at home with Rich. We are at the midpoint of this, halfway through it. Nothing but a good time, right? I mean, you're just time flies when you're having fun. That's what we're doing. We got Dan on the line. I'm going to get back to that real quick here. Um, after that, I will get through my right at home hack. And if you are out there and you have any questions, you have any remodeling projects you're thinking about working on, any kind of advice you need, give me a shout, 314-241-9797. We got two segments left, plenty of time. If you're far away, 866-455-9797. But for now, as promised, I'm going to get right back to Dan. Hey, Dan, thanks for holding the line through that. You're quite welcome. Thank you. Hey, so, so yeah, when you mentioned the porch, um, I can guarantee you that you have exactly underneath that porch what I was describing underneath the rock and the mulch, except okay. it's a lot harder to get to. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're, right. You're, if okay. you want to fix the ground, you're in for a new porch, which isn't what most people are after. So, But you can kind of go around that porch and try and work it, you know, from the ground at the porch out just to alleviate, maybe make it steeper, you know, so that okay. a, a steeper grade so the water goes away a little bit quicker. Maybe use, you know, if you have mulch, maybe change to rock because the water will get through rock easier and quicker and run away. So, you know, creating that slope, getting some ground cloth, and then maybe some rock instead of mulch around that will help move right. that water away from that porch um you know a little quicker and a little better and that'll help the water that's getting underneath that porch now sometimes it's just kind of it's groundwater it could be coming from further out and you're never going to stop it so you also have a very hard fix of doing the right pipe fix from the outside because again you're in for a new porch if you actually sent a plumber down there to try and pack that thing from the outside so right to, to, to save a ton of money, you know, I would look at trying an epoxy. Um, not many people will do an actual epoxy injection because um, you have to drill holes. And if you're drilling holes too right. close to that pipe, they don't want to break that pipe. So 
Um, right. Not too many people are going to want to do that. But it would just be, you know, put, put that epoxy around onto the concrete, do it when it's really dry, um, and then just monitor it. Check it every six months or so and see if it's right. starting to leak again. And if it is, you chip it away and you do it again, you know, until okay, you're ready so. for a new porch. And then you can tackle it from the outside and get that pipe done right. Gotcha. So... If I, you know, it's a problem getting it really dry because, like I say, it's like a, um, like a, you know, it's port sink. It's like a periodic drop every six seconds or something. So how dry do you mean really dry? I mean, just get it dry enough to put it on. I mean, it's still going to be a little bit damp there. Um, I would, I would try and, and let it dry. Like, really, you may be looking for um, a really dry time of the year when it hasn't rained for two or three weeks something like that it may be like do what you can for now and come back to it in in august when it's 105 and it hasn't rained in three weeks and everything's real dry gotcha okay really try to dry that out but you don't think there could be a water line problem that could be causing it to come through the foundation do you Um, the pressure of the water line i honestly i think you would um you would probably see a lot more water if it was your water line. Um, or you would, yeah. you would, um, it could be very, very slow from the water line, but that's extremely uncommon um, right. for that water that's line right. to really have an issue or go bad, um, you know, or anything like that. So I, I, I don't have any reason to believe it's from the water line. Right. Um, and and the, the other problem is it, it's hard to tell because. When you have a water problem, most people find out when they get their water bill. But yeah. your meter's going to be after that, usually. Um, and and right. if it's inside the house there, and, and that way it's, you know, taking water. It's losing water that your meter wouldn't read. So um, you, you wouldn't gotcha. have any idea, um, you know, that it's, that it's happening from that. So that's a hard thing to figure out. But I got to tell you, if it was the pipe and there was, I think you would have been, Eventually, at some point, you'll get a lot it. more water. I think you'd know about it. Yeah, and right. Gotcha. If, if, if that three weeks in August came and, and it was still wet, then maybe you might want to go, you, mm, maybe I do have something slow going on with that line. You know, right. Because right. it is possible, but it's just not very likely. Not likely. Okay. All yep. right. Well, very good. I appreciate your time and your information. Hey, absolutely no problem. I uh, appreciate the call. It was uh, definitely a great question, and I'm going to get straight to uh, Mark here from St. Charles. Mark, what do you got going on today? What can you tell me about electronic water softeners? Do they work? How do they work? Do they last? Um, So are you talking about, like, the kind that, like, wraps around the pipe and does – like an electronic thing to the water to remove stuff out of it, like wherever it's on that pipe. Because I've seen yeah. those. So, so yeah, so so my concern with those are, and, and honestly, this would be an absolute great question to, to ask when I have um, Aqua Systems on with me because they, they've been sponsoring my show here. And I have him on every now and then, and um, he would be the true educated person that would know absolutely everything about this. But the theory I've always heard about those is 
it, it works and it works well for the distance of that pipe. But basically you're kind of changing the water and it's not necessarily like a permanent thing. You're not removing anything. You're just kind of changing it. So later on down the line, from what I understand, is it can kind of revert back and, and not be as good as it was in the four, five, six feet inside that pipe where it was actually happening. So if you have a big house, two stories, stuff like that, it may not be what you think when you get to the bathroom of that second floor or something like that. So what I've always heard is they're, they're not as effective because it may not actually last or the water may not stay that way, you know, by the time it gets to the faucet where you're at. Um, so the most effective way, you know, I know is the actual water softener systems that will remove the stuff and, and, you know, treat the water so that the water's actually, you know, it's been removed and treated, you know, kind of like a filter to, to get that out of there. And then it'll, it'll remain the same throughout the cycle of till you use it. Does that make sense? I know yes. it's kind of, it's kind of weird, but it's like they're chemically just changing it with that. And it, and from what I've, uh, what I've read about and heard, it can kind of revert back. So it's okay. just, just not as effective. So, Thank you very much for the information. Yeah, and I would invite, invite you, Mark, and um, anybody else out there um, to, uh, if, if you want to check out Aqua Systems, go to ilovemywater.com, and they, they are great. They will come out. They can test your water. They can talk to you about it. They can explain you know, why the systems work better and stuff like that. And and the great thing is it's kind of like us at Mosby. It's no haggle. It's not high pressure. It's not like they're going to block your driveway and try and force this thing, you know, down your throat. You can actually go to their website and see pricing and, and different systems and all that stuff. And it, it really, you could just have a great, you know, conversation with them or the next time I have them on, feel free to call in and, you know, answer, ask some of those questions and, and get your advice free right here on the air, you know, next time I have them on with me. So, all right, Mark. Thank you very much, Rich. Hey, you are very welcome. I, I really appreciate the call and, um, you know, definitely something that's every time we have Aqua Systems on, it is very popular and people are, you know, ex they're concerned about their, their uh, water and, you know, having it treated and, and, you know, it's kind of part of that health of the home too, keeping it clean, you know, working and those systems can actually save you money, um, on your, 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 your appliances, not breaking down, not having issues on the soap and how much you use and things like that. Um, it's, it's quite amazing. Um, and even in some of the newer appliances and in the water treatment, um, you know, we, we got a newer, uh, a newer washer and dryer not too long ago, about a year, well, maybe a little bit less than a year ago. And, um, I got the, the soap lasts forever here. It's, it's like amazing to me that I'm like, you use so much less soap and so much less water to actually make this thing work. You know, I was one of those guys that I, I fixed my dryer like four different times. I, this thing, I'm a pretty handy guy, as you can probably tell. I can figure things out. I can get through it. I have friends that do stuff like this. And, and 
after about the fifth time that thing broke down, I, I finally got something new, did a lot of research, found, you know, used some people to help me pick out something good, you know, that, that I know that are, you know, educated in that industry. And it's amazing how well it works. And really what it made me do was go, man, I should have done that like the second time this thing broke down. Those units were like 20 years old. Why did I keep nursing this thing along? I was wasting soap. I was wasting energy. I was wasting, you know, water and electricity. And really, so then you kind of go, wow, I, yeah, I, man, I should have done that. And it would have probably, you know, been, had maybe been a little bit cheaper because I did it years before than years after as things keep getting more expensive. So, you know, kind of think of that too, when you're looking at investing something and you kind of go, well, I can fix my air conditioner for $600, but it's 18 years old and a new one's 4,000. Well, but if you, if you nurse that through a couple, two, three more years, is that new one going to be 4,600 and you just spent that 600 again anyways, you know, now you're 1,200 in the hole. Sometimes it's good to get that new unit. So, hey, when I return, feel free to give me a call, 314-241-9797. Am I hack? I'll get to that, I promise. All right, welcome back. Last segment. This is it. Got some calls coming in. Got a lot of stuff going on. Um, I want to get through this hack really quick, as I promised, um, because I've got some, uh, and I'm, I'm going to stretch this hack uh, another episode or maybe even two um, on, on how to do things with caulking because, you know, caulking the proper way can, can be so important. Um, and like most homeowners, I'm sure you probably don't do a lot of it. Um, like I've put on miles of caulk in my career, but if that's not what you do, you're probably not that great at it and or choosing, you know, what do you do? How do you do it? What product do I use? I see so many people using silicone caulk in the wrong place. So today, how do you choose the right caulk for the right job? And if, so when you're kind of looking, say you're standing there in a big box door and you're, you're kind of mind baffled over all these different caulks and, you know, there's this 19-year-old kid that's like, hey, yeah, this is probably the best one to use, but he's really just trying to earn his way through college so that he doesn't have to caulk stuff or, you know, trying, trying to get a great education and, and maybe doesn't really know quite everything. So basically, when you're looking at these caulks, there's, there's basically four types out there. There's like an elastomeric, polyurethane, a latex, and silicone. And so when you look at what type to choose, you got to look at what you're trying to caulk. So when you're looking at outside, siding, windows, doors, on the outside of the house, when you're looking at, you know, um, whether it's vinyl, wood, anything, a polyurethane is the best thing to use outside because it's going to be paintable, it's going to stay flexible, and it adheres much, much better. And the biggest common mistake I see is silicone on vinyl siding. That silicone will not expand as much as that vinyl siding will. You need something that stays more pliable like a polyurethane-based caulk. When you go to roofing, although I don't recommend a whole lot of caulk and, and things like that on roofs, only when it absolutely is is appropriate or necessary, but you want like that elastomeric or that rubberized product. You want something that's going to 
really stay, you know, flexible and in those extreme conditions of a roof. Um, on the interior where you're going to be painting, trims, things like that, you, that's where you go with that latex caulk. You do get, you know, what you pay for. So getting like a big stretch, you know, something when as you pay up that food chain in that latex caulk, it's going to work better. It's going to be more flexible and everything and, and last longer for you. And then, of course, kitchens and baths is really where those silicone products come out and shine. That's where you really need, you know, at your bathtubs, stuff like that. It's things that they don't expand and contract a whole lot. Um, that silicone is really where that starts to work great in the kitchen countertops, bathtubs, tile, stuff like that is where that silicone is going to work for you. So, and I want to keep this going a little bit. So, you know, next week we'll, we'll kind of, my hack will be a little bit about, um, how to use these caulks, how to really caulk like a pro. So um, keep that in mind and tune in for that next week. So I'm going to jump on the phone here to uh, Linda and see what you have going on. Oh, Linda, are you there? Good morning. Good afternoon. Um, yeah, I have a kitchen floor. Okay. Sorry, Linda. If you, you want to try and call back, we had a, a crazy, crazy sound going on with that. That, that you probably didn't hear um, over the phone. So feel free to try and buzz back in and uh, see if we can get you on there. Um, so while we kind of wait for that to, to come back, um, I, I will tell everybody that there is a Stanley Hammer recall out there. I got to tell you, it's the first time I've seen an actual recall on a hammer, but they have a wooden-handled hammer that's a Stanley Hammer that around 211,000 of these things um, are out there uh, of these. Uh, it's a 16-ounce wooden handle hammer. So if you have one of these and it's a Stanley, check into it and, and see if it's been recalled because it is, it is a, you know, it's posing an injury hazard to anybody using it. It actually can come loose and uh, the head can come off the hammer and actually injure people. So um, wanted to kind of put that out there for, for people to uh, just know that if you've bought one in the past year or something, you might want to uh, check into that and make sure it's not one that's recalled. Wouldn't want anybody to get hurt out there. So we're going to jump here again and see if, Linda, if we got rid of that noise. Um, oh, it's not coming on. Okay, now I can't get Linda to come up. <clears throat> Just for some reason, yeah, for some reason this isn't working with Linda. Absolutely not. Um, but uh, so, yeah, we'll we'll keep trying to see if we can get you through, Linda, if you're there. Maybe try and call back in one more time. Um, so meantime, I'll just kind of remind everybody, too, that um, – you know, here at Mosby Building Arts and kind of what I do as a senior home consultant, if you are considering having anything done to your home in this new year, 2020, I would definitely invite you and encourage you to, to just have a conversation, you know, with Mosby, kind of like what I was saying about Aqua Systems is, you know, one thing you're not going to find is, you know, a high pressure is, um, you know, having a, a, a someone there literally trying to, to sell you something. We have been trained to be advisors. 
Um, we are really there to try and help you out. Of course, we want to get great jobs and we want to, uh, you know, do good work for everybody. And that's what we, we do and intend to do. But, um, you know, we will definitely advise you the right direction. We will let you know what it's going to take and what that may cost and let you make a good educated decision on it. That is the goal. So, you know, everything we do, design, build, we have um, exteriors by Mosby. We have right bath and right kitchen by Mosby. We can, we can get through every type. If you live in a residential setting and you need something for that house, it's what we can do and we can help you through it. So feel free. You can give us a call at our office, 314-909-1800. You can check us out online at callmosby.com. It's C-A-L-L-M-O-S-B-Y.com. Um, and our exteriors by Mosby, the same way you can go to exteriors by Mosby, or you can go to Wrightbath. Um, com too and find um, some of our right bath information so we can get you through basically anything residential you're after no haggles no pressure great education you'll absolutely love everybody that that you know comes to your home and the, the education and everything that we have so real quick we're going to jump to brett here and see brett are you with us yes i am hey what do you got going on well, I was looking to build a uh, like a eight by fourteen, fifteen lean-to for my animals, using four by four treated lumber, and I wonder if I needed to put concrete around it to keep the termites off, and what kind of fasteners do I need to use that would uh, hold up with that? And I'll hang up and listen to you on the radio. Okay, perfect. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. That's definitely a uh a good question on so so termites um i would use concrete around those four by fours more for the stability than for the termites um because termites aren't going to want to eat that treated lumber so if it's truly treated lumber it's the nasty green stuff um, they're, they're not going to want to eat that anyway. So you're going to be perfectly fine using treated for your termites. You can put some concrete around those posts for the structure, the stability for, you know, not ground shifting and, and blowing over or things like that. Um, but yes, you definitely want to make sure that you use the right fasteners, um, because and it depends on the, they've kind of changed that treated lumber. So it's not as harsh as it used to be, but it can still eat certain types of metal. And you want to really make sure that you get the good coated, you know, um, fasteners and stuff that won't get eaten up by any of those chemicals inside of those um, treated pieces, those treated lumber boards and, and all that stuff. So just make sure you get the good, like, galvanized, coated stuff that will, won't uh, be eaten up by that. And then you will have something that lasts a very, very long time, um, no doubt, when you build that. So, hey, I tell you what, guys, this has been a great episode, a lot of calls. I really, really appreciate all the calls. It was wonderful. I love it when I can barely get my hack in because we had so many calls. So want to thank everybody for that great way to come into the new year and tell everybody 
Hey, have a great new year. Happy New Year to everybody. And I will talk to you all next week.